Boom, coming in hot, Chinchy. How we doing today, brother, on a nice Friday? Very nice Friday. I'm so glad it's Friday. Dude, what happened, man? Before we started, you, you're kicking your stuff Dude, all around your house. Well, you know, I got this mallet finger that I broke taking my pants off. But don't tell anybody that. Really, what I tell people is I'm, 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 in the, I'm into pickleball, and I dove and broke it. But Pickleball. <laughs> the, real, the realization is it got caught in my pants or whatever. Anyway, anyway that's so ridiculous. Um, but, dude, I, I, I was changing the battery of the uh of the of the camera and i gotta spin it off its thing you know and then screw and then put up you put a new one in but dude you don't realize when you got your fingers all messed up it's like everything takes so much longer so i'm going to screw it back on bro thing goes flying off the camera does yeah yeah lands on the hardwood floor pretty high up (laughs) pretty high up i'm like oh my god it broke next thing you know i'm on the floor trying to find it but bam we made it so it it didn't break it didn't break and your fingers, <laughs> how's your finger feel? Do you feel it? You know, Dude, I talked to I talked to the doctor yesterday, and I have to tape it back, so it has to be like it has to be extended up like this, oh, like so this, straight. So it's straight, so, no, straight but up, like oh. up, extended back. Oh. And listen to this, bro. Every day I have to take it out and like and like anger the tendon so that it like gets some blood flow so it heals. Right. Anyway, dude, if I take it out. And it falls. It falls. They it starts over again. Oh no! So it has to be in eight weeks. But if I take it out and it falls, you start the, clock, zero, the clock starts. Yeah, that's a horrible, right. horrible. So it's just right. a pain. It's a pain in the butt injury. A pain Jeez. in the pan. Pain in the pan injury. Bro. Pain in a pant injury. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, so we were talking before. Did you see what Wandy Peralta did yesterday in a baseball oh. game? What What do you do? He struck a guy out in under 20 seconds. Did he really? Wow. Under, dude, under 20 seconds. And so already so far, it seems that games are getting shorter. Like, what's your take on the pitch clock and, and if it's dude, working or not? Well, I think it's working. There's no doubt about it that it's working. I mean, what is it, 230? The, the game's been averaging 238 when usually they're like 301. That's 23 minutes. That's, inc- that's a ton of time. Um, and I also think that, you know, the, when I think of that Wandy Peralta doing that on three pitches in 20 seconds, first off, if I'm a hitter, I have eight seconds to address the pit that have to have my eyes to the pitcher. Right. I'm going to take all those eight seconds. I got to get my routine down. So that eight seconds is mine. Right. And the, the other thing is, Hey man, the, the, uh, he's quick pitching me. Stuff's going to go away. Remember, right. you know, remember all the times I know when I was playing, you know, your, your job in the box is to control that box. So if he's quick pitching me, you know, I could give the umpire time, hey, time, and he would give you time until you were set. That's no longer a, a thing. And you saw Wandy Peralta here. As soon as that, that batter was addressing him, bam, he was quick yeah. pitching, quick pitching. And you saw he threw a 85-mile-hour slider, 94-mile-an-hour heater, then beat him with a changeup, one, two, three, good morning, good afternoon, good night. I think you're just going to see more of that. that more Because at the end of the day, the hitter's job is to, just, is to disrupt the pitcher's job is to disrupt the hitter's timing and Absolutely. nothing worse than a disrupting a timing is when you get quick pitched or when the actions happen now. So hitters mentally, you got to be ready to go. You can't just address the pitcher and be like, okay, I'm, I've addressed the pitcher. As soon as your eyes get ready to go, you've got to be ready to go. Yes, yes, yes. I'm swinging. Here we go. Like if I, that's what I would do. As soon as my feet are in the box and I address that pitcher, it's go time. I'm ready. You're ready. Let's go. You can't just get in there and be like, okay, he still has seven seconds, 15 seconds to deliver the ball. No, 
you got to be ready to go right there because you're going to see yeah. more and more guys doing that quick pitching guys. How about this? This stupid idea just went in my head. If I'm a if I'm a hitting coach, maybe I take one of my machines, one one of my guns, you know, for for BP. And I wonder if you can speed up the time in between. Uh, yeah, you just we just pitches of that. Well, you ju- you're just if you're out there feeding it, which most coaches are. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's usually yeah, hands. It's not like the robot. Yeah. Anymore. So maybe you. Yeah. Yeah. You maybe, maybe you're just maybe, like yeah, locking it in. It, fast. Yeah. If what, that what becomes would your a, leg kick, be how long? How many leg? How many bad? I'd probably only get. Do? I'd probably only get one leg kick in, dude. I'd have to do it in those eight seconds. I, dude, I always say, <laughs> you know, people on Twitter are joking around about what would Casey do? What would you know some of these guys do? And like, Nomar do? What would Mike Hargrove have done? Oh, they, I mean, they put I, your name in there? They put your Oh, yeah, yeah. I would have just, funny. my routine would just have been tighter. It would have been tighter. Right. You know what I mean? That's all. You know, make the make the adjustment. I always love this, man. I, I, I always love the fact that the big leagues isn't the I'll try league. It's the I'll do league. Mm. You either get it done or you don't, or someone's going to take your job. So, like, the whole, well, you know, I'm just not used to the getting ready and I'm trying to, I'm trying these things. Well, you better figure it out or you're going to be out of the, you know, there's yeah. prospects. And, and free agents waiting to take your job because they're ready to figure it out. So either you figure it out or you don't. Exactly. The other thing, too, is like we are creatures of habit, right? So I, I think I've said this to you before. When I was in high school, my junior year, uh, my league made a rule that you couldn't step out of the box. They would call a strike. Right. Um, I, I always did step out of the box and everything. But <laughs> did they ever call a strike on you? No, 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 no. Because that year I was so nervous. I like there was one time I went to step out and I fell down. <laughs> Seriously, like like in the very beginning. But then I, I look back at like, so that was my junior year of high school. I never stepped out of the box again. When I got to college, I never stepped out of the box because it was just a rule that I that for two years I couldn't step out of the box, and then I never did again in my career. So like, oh my God, you know, if these guys, somebody else made a good point where. A lot of these minor leaguers are coming from some places where they were in, you know, they were getting, this was being tested on them, you know, right, and some, right. sometimes some in college too, they were, they were testing yeah. in some leagues. So a lot of these guys have been, it's almost like the, the kids who are like 20 to 24 probably almost have an advantage in a box over, yeah. over God, if man, if I'm 36 and I've been playing yeah. in the big leagues my whole career and now I have to change I think it might be harder for the veterans, right? I agree, dude. I agree. And especially the biggest thing with, you know, big, I know for me, the biggest thing for me in the big leagues was my routine. And I'd say, I'd say most guys would say that what my pregame routine is, what my post, you know, what what my, not so much my postgame routine, but my game, my in-game routine and my in-bat at bat routine was so big. And that's, you know, what what you did for the next pitch. So I, I, you know, but you know, at the end of the day, you got the old dogs have to learn the new tricks. You know what I mean? And and I, yeah. I think you're right, though. I think the kids that have come up in the minors with these rules for the last couple of years, they were talking about that with Andrew Painter the other day. That the you know the top one of the top prospects for the Phillies who's 19. They're like Painter had no problem just getting in there ripping. He's just had a whole year, you know, with these rules. Right. So yeah, you're right. These young kids that are coming up that had the opportunity to play in the minors with these rules for the last couple of years. No doubt, I think have an advantage now. I think spring training change. I think these these guys will all tighten this up and comes yeah. come day one of the season. Everyone will know what the hell's going on. Yeah, you know what I didn't. I have not looked up. Are the WBC is WBC using these rules? Wow, I would, I would say they should. I would say right? Yes, I would say yes. 
Either way, like if I'm a player, I want to. That's a great question. Hold on. Uh, You know what? Maybe I would say no because they don't use these rules universally, right? Correct. Like, yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. And the WBC is not just a Dominican. Oh, here we go. The answer is a pitch clock will not be enforced in a WBC. Okay. Okay. From some article here. Oh, NBC Sports. I guess I trust that. Yeah. Interesting though, like, but so let's just say if you're going to play in a big leagues this year, won't you try? Don't you try to? You got to probably try to do it fast anyway. Because what are you going to not do the rules and then go back and do the rules? Like if you're going to play in the big leagues, you know, if you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Japan, and I'm not going back to uh, major league baseball. I don't care. But it's an interesting point. I don't know. I wonder. It is, well, it is, and it's also interesting too. Like you're right. Those guys that are in WBC, I know if I'm in the WBC, I'm probably going to, if I'm Kyle Schwarber or if I'm, you know, Pete Alonzo, these guys, or Mike Trout, I'm probably going to do it the way I've always done it because I'm comfortable. Mm. And they're going to miss, they'll definitely miss some time with the new rules because of, uh, you know, the WBC. But like I said, they'll all figure it out. But if I'm, if it's not in the WBC, I'm still doing what I've always done. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to figure out the WBC rule. I mean, I'm not trying to figure out the new big league clock until the season starts. Good point. Okay. And then, well, speaking of WBC, you made a good point before we came on talking about if I'm a, if you're a young kid, again, trying to make a, a roster or, you know, yeah. trying to show off for next year, you have an extra, extra opportunities to do that because a lot of your guys on your team might be going to play in the WBC, right? Yeah. This is a great time for prospects, man. This is a great time for young kids that are coming up. I remember when I was in 1998 coming up with the Indians. Jim Tomey's at first. I mean, there's Manny Ramirez, so many great players in the lineup. And I'm thinking, where's the WBC? <laughs> I want, I want to get some at bats while those guys are gone. You know what I mean? So, uh, I think it's big for the prospects, man. Big for the guys that are trying to. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to get as many at bats as you can to impress the brass, the guys, the GMs, the the, the pre- vice presidents, the minor league directors, the scouts, all those guys. You want enough at bats where they can say, hey, listen, you know, uh, this guy really impressed his spring training. Who cares that the guys were gone from the WBC? He got the reps, and he opened up the eyes to show that he could do it against big league pitching. And that, you know, makes me think of some of the young guys that are going for some of these jobs. We saw, you know, the Red Sox are really excited about Marcelo uh, uh, Mayer, who's who's out there um, at shortstop. They think he's a Xander Bogarts, you know, replacement. This guy's really good. Only got up to high A last year in Greenville. So he's obviously probably two years away. But, hey, he's going to get a nice look at spring training. Already has. Uh, Anthony Volpe, who's the number one prospect for the Yankees, went deep yesterday in the game against the Pirates. He's going to get a nice look, you know, uh, with, with I don't know, there's not a ton of Yankees playing, but he'll still get a nice look at spring training, you know, this year to, uh, to get some at-bats to maybe see if he can make that team. Now, I, I did see he was number 77, which that doesn't yeah. help your cause when you're number yeah. 77. But but 77 could come can mm-hmm. become number seven really quick if you uh, – yeah, well, not on, not on the yeah. Yankees, but not on the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey Mantle, Mickey Mantle. I, yeah. I got a question for you. you. Would you have rather been caught like break and make the team in spring training, knowing you were only going to play like thirty games and play it a little defense, or are people better off for the for at least a full half season or something in the minors? You know, I'm like, you know, my, you, you, I'm you're, you're saying you're saying break with the team and not play break with the much. team, but not play much at all. But you're 22 year old rookie and you sit next to, I don't know, freaking Derek Jeter or whatever, whoever the guy is like that you're going to replace one day. 
Uh, or are you better? Or do you want to play every day? I want to break with the team, bro. Yeah, it's a. Good, I want to break. I want to break with the team. I want if someone goes down, I'm ready to go. Or, uh, you know, I'm taking BP with those guys every day. I can pick some guys' brains. I'm hoping I get. I'm hoping I get at least one or two starts a week. That would be enough. I could get some. I could stand in on some bullpens on the side with some of the, mm. the guys when they do their pens. I could. I could also see if they're going to do a simulated game every once in a while. I could jump in for some of the bats there. But at the end of the day, I want that clock, that big league clock, to start like as that. soon as possible. Yeah. Also, you probably have billions of better practice resources with the big yeah. league team, right? And like yeah. your minor league facility, yeah. not even close. Yeah. So there's nothing better than, sharp. yeah, there's nothing better than playing, but being in the big leagues, that's where you, that's really where you want to be at the end of the day. Yeah. It's so, did you, did you, do you know the Mickey Mantle story about how he got number seven? No. What do you, got? yeah. Did you know that when he was in the, when he was in the minor leagues, he was number six. Mm. Let me see if I can get this right. Yeah. And that, and, and then wasn't doing well. And I remember when he called his dad and he was like, Hey dad, you know, I, I'm really struggling. His dad's like, I'm picking you up today. I'm taking you back. You're going to work on the farm the rest of your life. If you can't handle it. So his dad drives, to pick him up. And he's like, dad, I'm, I'm good. I, I can play. I can play. And, uh, I, and there's no way I could have made the story up. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm almost looking. positive. Yeah. So his dad picks him up and Mickey says, you know what? No. I'm, 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 uh, I'm staying dad. He's like, all right, then he's like, then don't call again, like toughen up and freaking figure it out. So I think Mantle's dad did call the Yankee brass though. And he said, Hey, listen, could you change my son's number? I think he feels a lot of pressure being behind three, four, five. And then Mantle was going to be six. I think he got this. I so think it was Babe Ruth. Yeah. Yep. Right. Babe Ruth. Three. Lou yep. Gehrig, Gehrig four. DiMaggio five. five. And, and he then Mantle be- six. <laughs> And they asked, hey, could you change his number? Because he feels a lot of pressure being number six. Can you seven? And that's why Mano wears seven. That's fantastic. You know how yeah. the number started, too? I, I want to believe, unless we're both making and shit. Then Yogi, right and then Yogi was eight. Right. However, back in the day, I think, uh, you're, you wore the number of where you batted in the lineup. When they first oh, really? started putting numbers, I I think that's a thing too. We both could be completely full of BS right now. <laughs> I'm almost positive. I'm, I'm almost, almost positive. There's no way I could have made up that story. That story is true. No, that story is true, dude. I, no, as a, as a matter of fact, I know it is. There's a. I, I want to say there's a baseball card, or there's a there's maybe I not a card, you, but there's definitely a picture of Mano wearing six in the minors. That is amazing, dude. How about this? So. Again, back in the day, there were no numbers. Like there were no numbers on jerseys in, in the very early years of baseball. So I get to Columbia. I wear number four my whole life. I get to Columbia. I'm like, oh, they, they must have retired number four because Lou Gehrig went to Columbia. I get to Columbia. There's no retired numbers. Even though, first of all, they should retire his number. Lou Gehrig wore yes. were four at Columbia. It's not retired. No, no they, he didn't. They didn't have numbers back then. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, right, that's right. That's I right. still would have retired the number four if I were Columbia. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. That's the one to retire. So now I get there. I'm a freshman. So the second part of that is when you're a freshman, they throw a jersey at you. You don't <laughs> tell them, right? <laughs> Which you is, don't tell them. Yeah, dude. There's this dude, Bo. He was a senior, and he wore number four for all four years, and. He wound up getting into some sort of law school or something early. And so he kind of like 
retired before after fall ball and he gave me number four so i literally got to wear number four my whole life and i always look back on it and i'm like dude i wore number four at columbia even though lou garrett's dude but that's I, it's so still cool. like a proud thing for me you know dude, that's a great story do you have that jersey i have oh my god i have one of my jerseys somewhere and i don't i used to like wear my college like when i was like 25 i used to wear like my college like <laughs> dp jersey like out like to the so bars proud. to the bars like i think and the girl the girls that. would come up and be like hey what's going on you're like hey i played at columbia number four <laughs> Luke Garrick, my bad check me out yeah, that's exactly how it works. anyway Dude, I, no that no that's you a have really, any college well, well no well really quick there's a, i got some great stories so when i was in high school i wore 22 because of will clark <clears throat> oh. i loved it right then i went to college i wanted to wear 22 but a a, a, a junior or a junior named wayne hoy Wayne, I don't know if you listen to this show, but shout out to Wayne Hoy, freaking fireman up there in New York. He uh, he was number 22, and, he, and I was like, oh, man, I'm not, I'm so scared of Wayne Hoy, I'm not asking him. So I got number 20. So I wore 20 at Richmond, and then I wore 20 in the minors. And then um, when I got to – when I got to so – when I got to um, – well, when I got caught up to the Indians, they gave me number 52 because obviously oh, I wasn't – right. I, I, was, I couldn't ask for anything. But when I got traded to the Reds – I think they knew that I was number 20, but Frank Robinson was number 20, which was oh, retired. Shit. So that, so I got 21 and then I was like, Oh man, this is great. Cause of Clemente, you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, okay. The call I'll take 21. So I wore 21 cool. my whole career. Um, get, tr get traded to the get traded to the, um, pirates and Clemente's 21. So now I'm like, Oh man. So then I became 25 with the, uh, with, with the pirates cause of that. And then I went, when I went to the, to get traded to the Tigers, I wore, I'm like Michael Jordan, although a little, a lot less status than Michael Jordan. But for one game with the, with the Tigers, I wore number 12 because Lloyd, Lloyd McClendon, Lloyd McClendon had the, had my, had the 21 Jersey. So I wore number 12, the first game I was with the Tigers. Really? And then I gave, I gave Lloyd a, a set of Nike golf clubs and a set of balls. And he gave me 21 for the next day. So for the first That's game I ever so played crazy. with the Tigers, I wore number 12. I wish I could have that Jersey. Did it feel and weird? Then, <clears throat> it felt so weird, dude. So it weird, went, right? And Lloyd McCl and Lloyd was the bullpen coach at the time. And he, he wore a pullover. So I'm like, dude, you're not even wearing the Jersey. Can I get it? So Lloyd was nice enough to give me that. So, I got 21, and then when I went to the Red Sox in 2008, I wore 22 mm. because I wasn't wearing 21. That was Clemens. I'm like, oh, I'm not God. wearing 21. Oh, you decided, like, and I wasn't, wasn't going to – well, they weren't going to give me 21. They're not going to give anyone 21 with Boston. It's basically retired. So uh -huh. I wore 22 in Boston because of – so I was back to 22. I just thought of this. I was back to 22. My, from high school to college, I bookend – Bookended my career with 22. That is so funny, dude. Yeah, I never thought of that. Dude, jerseys are a big deal to players Huge. at the end of the day. Huge deal. So what, what the jerseys that you wear matters for those guys. And I know it did for me, man. I remember one game in college. I We went on a road. And, of course, in college, you're in charge of yourself, right? Yeah. I forgot my away jersey. And so I had to borrow somebody else's jersey. And so I borrowed a dude who had 14. At least I had a four on it. <laughs> over, over four, three, three, oh, three punches, and I oh. never struck. I never struck out. Struck out, oh, dude. There's no doubt that the energy it, it was, was. It's psychic. Like, like yeah. I was, yeah. I was not myself. It was it's dude, so I, stupid how that works in your head. But I totally just, agree. That, 
Yeah, and then you're pissed off. You're like, where's my jersey? I've, I know. I, I, never I, lose it again. Never again. Anyway. Oh, my God. All right, brother. All right. Well, Chichi, great. Uh, have a great Friday, dude. Have a great weekend. To everyone out there, thanks for listening. Keep subscri subscribing and downloading for us. Helps us a ton. And uh, we hope everyone has an incredible weekend. Let's get it. See you, buddy. See you, buddy.